Welcome to the Negative 5 Podcast. First <laughs> episode. So scuffed. There's only three people here. Today, we have me. I'm Doc. A sorcery. What's up? We have Dewclaw. What's up? Three individuals. Great mindset. Listen to some dank music. How y'all doing? I've had an interesting day today. Not in the greatest of moods, but you know, that's all right. I'm ready to listen to some cool music. Honestly, I've had a really laid back day. I got some stuff done and I'm excited for it. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I'm ready to listen to some music. Yes. Um, any like introductions we should get on the way? Um, is this, um, is this a re-recording of the first episode? I'm just going to ask yes. that. Um, well, I'm, I'm sorcery. I make a chill synth, chill wave music. Um, that's about it. Nice. I'm Duclaw. Uh, I am a multi-genre producer and composer and also a, uh, Foley recorder. And I'm Doc and I make absolute garbage. Get into it. <laughs> I bet you don't. Wait, uh, I haven't. I've listened to some of your stuff. No, you make actually okay stuff. Like that's you have really great concepts. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. It definitely helps. You know who doesn't make cool music? Everyone that's in this playlist, which includes me. So therefore, I am contradicting myself. Mm-hmm. So, are we ready to listen to the first song? Heck yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Sorry. This is Starlight by the Osprey.
right. That was Starlight by the Osprey. What did you guys think about it? That was beautiful. I loved it. I didn't epic. want it to end. Very epic. That a chold? Mr. a child. I did too. Yeah, that was my brother. I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine. <laughs> sorry about that. He just, he just uh, walked in my room. The cameo. Yeah, epic song. Epic song. The cameo, yeah. Hey, we have another member. Woo! <laughs> that was a pretty cool and epic song. That really was. A little, like, section in the middle. I like the entire thing. I like the entire song. I, I, I honestly just... I love that entire song from start to finish. It It was a journey that I am totally, like... Oh, I'm I'm speechless. That's how good it was. You say we get into the next one? Yep. I, I don't see why not. This is The Great Beyond by Hawk 18.
All right, that was the Great Beyond by All K Teen. Nice, nice. That was that was nice. I think, I, like I've said before, um, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like I've said before, um, I, that gives me a like uh, Maddie on vibes and the Porter early Maddie on and Porter Robinson vibes. Yeah, I I, I still agree. Um, I I noticed um some like foley. I noticed some like brain in there, and I'm like, oh, that just got that just gave me the feels. And I loved it. I love that track. I'm gonna probably listen to that more often. I think Alk always makes like some really good, like, just uh, like inspiring feature bass. Yeah, it's always like a good listen. All right, next song is actually by me. Warm nights. Oh, ready? all right, I'm ready. Yeah. All right, get into it.
That was pretty nice, actually. After like taking a second listen to uh, one of your tracks, um, what are your uh, inspirations? Um. Well. Do you have any? Like, do you have any? Like, not particular like uh, like songs, like maybe like artists when you're trying to go for a specific sound. Or just how do you how do you find inspiration for a song? So, a lot of my songs inspiration come from a lot of other different artists this one really wasn't inspired by anyone it was um it was so the um, the second drop melody I, I i made it randomly like oh that kind of sounds cool then i don't really remember having any inspiration particularly do you remember that I was inspired to think that it was like kind of lo-fi-ish? Mm-hmm. I mean, not lo-fi-ish, like synth-wavy. But then mm-hmm. I hear so that. So I thought it'd be cool to make it future bass-ish. But all my lo-fi stuff is very inspired by this producer named Asa. All right, all right, that's cool. I uh, I'll have to check that producer out. Uh, maybe you can uh, link me one of their. Um, do you can DM me one of their stuff so I can take a listen. I'd like I'd like to hear them song by sorcery a song called crosswind
All right. That was... Oh. I don't even know where to begin. I just, I loved that. That journey, just, I, I know I say this a lot, but it, it it's true. It's just the flow of it and how smooth it feels. And it's just like, it really threw me into a different place. And I love it when music does that because it just, it, it adds more to what you're hearing and it adds more to the sound. Well, thank you. I appreciate that coming from you. Of course. It's, it's beautifully done. Thanks. I've been working on my uh, my production uh, technical skills for a while, and I feel I feel pretty confident about this one. Yeah, it was really good. And I don't really, I'm not really one for synthwaving though. That song was kind of synthwavy. No, it definitely is. It's chill synth, so it's it can be considered chill wave. I can definitely appreciate this. Like, it's pretty good. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I try to. I try to. I try to make things sound good. I can see that. Mixing is one of my favorite things to do. I'm polishing it, so glad you liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Anything else to say before we get into the next song? No, that's pretty, no. I can't think of anything. I'm, oh my gosh, I'm excited to hear the rest of this uh, playlist because so far we're starting off with some bangers and it's just like, Oh, I can't wait to see what's next. That is true. Next song is Tobey Afterglow. All right, ready. Thank you. 
right, that was Tovey Africa. What are you guys' thoughts? I remember on the first episode, I said something like about how like the uh, the sacks didn't fit, and I take it back. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting change. It's a it's a it's it's interesting enough to keep the um, well, I guess I'll say to keep the listener interested in the entire track. It's like a keeps the in, uh, the the listener hooked. Yeah, it keeps it flowing, keeps it keeps people interested in what comes next. Um, I gotta say, right off the bat, I love the beginning of it. That tape recorder feeling as if I was pushing in the cassette player. Oh, it brings back all this nostalgia from the early 2000s that I had. And it's just like, I love it. I love it. I, I try it and get that into my music and i'm just like i'm blown away whenever i do it and it's just it's awesome yeah i hopped on the bandwagon on one of my tracks for that <laughs> I, I remember I, i've done that before it's a fun little thing to do it really is he is a great producer and i recommend him to anyone listening to this right now and to you too as well he always makes some good stuff yeah pretty cool I really like that. All right. Next song is Autumn District by Nico. All right. An old chum, you could say.
All right, that was Autumn District by Nico. Nice. Um, Sorcery, do you want to say anything before I hop into uh, breaking this down a little bit? Um, no, you can go ahead and break it down first. So, a couple things that I was noticing throughout the track was the hi-hats were a little bit out of balance. Um, one was definitely, one side was definitely louder than the other and really hard pants to the right while the other one was soft pants to the left and a little bit lighter. Now, from a mixed point of view, that's okay, but the hard panning, like, it really makes it feel like the entire thing is just, like, turned, like, 20 degrees to the left, I mean, to the right, like, it, it doesn't feel balanced it makes me feel like wait what's the it makes me want to turn my head another thing is the dynamic range i wasn't really feeling a dynamic range throughout that i mean like i liked the music don't get me wrong i loved it but it could have played around with like some softer sections and maybe like a, a softer intro Hopping right into it sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. I forgot what I said on this the first time, but it's standing out a little bit more to me as, like, just, like, there's these small things that could have been improved on with, like, maybe one or two uh, bouts of feedback. Overall, I think it's a okay mix. I don't have any really negative feelings about it. I just wish that, you know, the panning on the hi-hats was a little bit different and they were a little bit, like, softer. They weren't, like, right up in your face because it was a bit much going through the entire 3 minutes and 30 seconds. Just having hi-hats, like, right there, right right next to your ear. And so... um. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna follow this artist and see how they improve because that was I love the concept. Yeah, as you were saying, uh, in his most recent song, which is actually really good, I would recommend it. He did experiment a little bit more with the um like like a softer section instead of like not being like really repetitive. Like because I did see that this song was a little bit repetitive. I still really love this song and like the melodies and vocal chops, but. Mm-hmm. Everything else felt fine. It was just that really like that presence in the hi hat range. I didn't really notice didn't, the hi hat. Didn't it didn't sit right for me? It might it might be me not relying on the bot and listening to it uh through SoundCloud through the playlist itself, but like it, it stood out a little bit. And so I, I really want to see them improve their mix because I think with a with a little bit better mix and a little bit more attention to detail, I think that they can really get some good content out there and some good music. It's there. It's just the mix isn't it, the mix is not supporting it as much as it should. Sure. Your thoughts? Well, um, like. For hi-hats, it can go, like, either way. Like, I will agree that the maybe, like, um, <clears throat> I will say, like, you know, the, the panning, it can be a little bit tricky to, like, pull it off correctly. 
but with like again like with practice and with like dedication keep on doing it you'll you'll find like a balance it's all about the balance in a mix yeah it's really all about balance and if you keep on um if you keep on just practicing i mean like it just takes practice and you you made it you made all the points i mean that i that i would say so i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to like add on to it so nico from the 9 if you are listening to this i love your stuff and you know do look into getting objective feedback from people um because i think that with a little bit of guidance you can produce some really amazing stuff it's almost there it's it's almost there maybe maybe one thing maybe one one, one other thing to add is uh, again a little bit of phasing issues but uh that's phasing issues is very common and like um it's just it's 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 just something to keep an eye out, you know. It's it's definitely hard for uh, underground artists and beginning like uh, startup artists to understand phase and everything. And so I don't necessarily like blame them for not knowing what it is. Um, no, it can not like knowing about not knowing about what it is but like it can be overlooked because you're focusing when you're mixing you're focusing on a lot of other things not just phasing you're focusing on is is my kick too loud i mean like it, just multiple things you know so it's just something to also take into account when mixing that's that's about it i mean it's it's uh it's an easy fix really it it's really an easy is fix. it really is it just takes a little bit of time and a little bit of patience and practice but at, with the right resources you can speed that process up so fast Another thing is, um, most of these songs are made on Oxy, including this song. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I actually, I would love to talk. I know, I, I know, you're on like a limited time, time schedule. Um, I would love to 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 get to talk about Oxy more because I really don't know a lot about it. Like, is it? I know it's a mobile DAW, but I don't know. I don't know. It's like limitations and stuff. I've never, I've never used it before. But I, there are some people using Oxy, making some really, really good music from it. So I mean. Again, DAW doesn't matter, but like a mobile DAW, like wow, that's 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 impressive. That's honestly, if if you're making some top-notch music with a mobile DAW, like that that takes some dedication, and you got to have a passion for what you do, and you got to have you got to have dedication for sure. Yeah, because I mean, when I was when I first started out on FL Studio, I mean, you you're just looking at it, and you're like, what the what the hell am I looking at? At first, I mean, I think I think that goes for anyone. That's with any DAW, any anyone, any DAW. Honestly, like the, I mean, yeah, of course, of course, but like on on mobile, it's like the uh, the accessible the accessibility is like right on your phone. So whenever you have an idea, you just that's amazing. It's it's amazing. But I wonder how its um its limits are, of course, and uh, I wonder. I just I can't help but wonder. It's. It's a little. It's a little limited. I will say that uh, it it's limited in places where, for me, it's like a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But to get an idea out, and you know, to it has it, it has uh, Ableton compatibility. I know that. Wow. Okay, that's really neat. That's Which super is neat. insane. And I'm definitely going to be looking into getting Oxy again because. Uh, because of that Ableton capability, and now that I have Ableton, 
I'm going to be able to work uh, on tracks much easier. Um, some things that I don't like about Oxy are just the limitations that it has with being a mobile uh, app and a mobile DAW. Just in, it's nothing to do with the app itself or the DAW itself. It's really just got to do with like what you can do with it. It's very limited, but like honestly, to people that can make music that sounds amazing on it, it's just mad props to you because I I tried it. I tried it with one of my songs, and holy shit, was it an experience? But it if I could go back into it and change things, I know what I would change. And it's a lot of phase things. It's a lot of like really technical things that I don't think that it's very accessible through a mobile DAW, no matter what mobile DAW it is. Even Flip, uh, Andrew Huang's Flip, I think that has limitations as well. It just comes with the platform that it's on. You won't. You're not able to like load up all of these high-end plugins or just these plugins in general. You have what you have, and you get to work with what you've got. Um, I'm so sorry. I just realized that my mic was muted. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, some cool things about Oxy is obviously you can export it to Ableton. It's a lot like Stems. I don't. I don't quite know the difference though. But another thing, like Ableton 11, it has. It actually automatically tunes your songs to specific keys and scales. It's limited to uh, major, minor, and harmonic minor, but all of the keys are also there. But that was a feature that I found in Oxy very useful, and I fell in. Lo- That's the reason why I fell in love with Oxy, is that um, that scale fold basically, and just like tuning everything automatically to it. One thing that one thing that definitely piqued my interest is uh, its compatibility with Ableton. It's crazy, isn't it? Next song. What is next? Next song. Evil. Timmy Two. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. If it's not, sorry. I am ready. Sorry for butchering.
right, that was Evil by Timmy Two. That was nice. Nice. Um, just a little. Co- I like uh, the only thing I would say about it is just a couple of volume adjustments and maybe a little bit of EQ adjustments. But that yeah. that's just me. It's just it's honestly EQ. You could argue that EQing and uh, volume adjustments uh, are a bit um like a on the preference side. But uh, that's just me. That's just me. That's it. I honestly agree with you about EQing a little bit here and there and a little bit of volume adjustment. I am definitely of the premise that um, most, if not everything that you have, should have an EQ with it, just so that you can get the shape of the sound that you want and the um, just like the tone and the texture that you want, and without w- without having all of these issues with like low end muddiness or uh, too sharp of highs, it's. I, yeah, it's just like it's just a tonal balance. That's that's a to- tonal balance. It's a technical thing that it's a technical standpoint that I have for, with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually looked into this artist, and this artist is featured on uh, the Half Heart Project, which I think is really crazy. What is that? Can you uh, can you uh, the Half Heart Project? The Half Heart Project is uh, EDM for um, suicide prevention. It's cool. Oh, okay. I've never heard of it, but interesting. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great cause, and um, they produce great music. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I haven't heard of that, but I'll, I'll check them out too. Yeah, I've also looked into some of his other stuff. He's making some pretty cool stuff. The next song is "Mitetonamen" by Benjamin Vaca. Which is um, it's a pretty good song. Uh, what do you say we get into it? I'm ready. Let's let's hop into it.
Matitanaman. Ben. That was interesting. Like in a good way or in a bad way? Oh, that was a good that was a good experience. Sorry. That was a that was a good experience. Um yeah, I mean, I'm not really uh like in terms of like the genre, I'm not really I don't really listen to it that, that much. So like if I were to comment on the mix, I don't think like it would be like that really uh, useful cuz I'm not like one. I mean, it's like Don't get me wrong, like I I don't just I don't like just make like chill synth like and stuff. I I feel like I know like my general like technical mixing skills, but like for this for this genre specifically, it's like it's kind of like an acquired taste if you get what i mean um like i don't know if if what i'm saying makes any sense whatsoever but um like um kind of like the stuff that i do is like chill and dreamy this is like really like hard in your face you know what i mean yeah. um so like some like there are some again there are maybe some volume adjustments perhaps but maybe for this genre, that's what you need. You need things to be in your face. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe like maybe the hi hats hit too hard, but again, maybe that's just personal taste. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not. I, I can appreciate it for what it is. It's just uh, really like the genre isn't my thing, but the song was alright. It's good. I listen to the genre quite a lot. It's actually one of my favorites, even though lo-fi yeah. is also my favorite, which kind of doesn't make sense, but it. Is <laughs> what what I like, and uh, I also think maybe some volume adjustments. But honestly, I thought everything was pretty good where it everything, was. Everything's been pretty balanced. I will agree with one that. of my headphones. One of like my headphone sides is broken, so I can't really get the full experience. Yeah, that's definitely something to uh, think about fixing. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely that's something that needs fixing. Um, uh, especially for producing, you definitely need both ears. There's a reason why we have two ears. <laughs> or just have everything in mono and pan it to. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a fix, but I mean that could be an alternate solution. But uh, definitely, I mean, what if what what happens with stereo? How do you listen to that? You know, it's just something to think about. No such thing. No such thing. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, su- no such no such thing with a broken headphone. Can't have stereo if you only have one ear. <laughs> I still have a pair of my HD 280 Pros that is busted on the right side. The right side literally has no input because um, I went to adjust the top of it and the thing snapped. And I'm just like, oh no. Well, there goes a hundred bucks. Oh, you hate, you hate, you hate to see it and you hate to hear it. I got another pair, don't worry. And I've got another head, uh, uh, pair of headphones coming in, uh, coming pretty soon. But yeah, it it broke my heart because they, I love these headphones. Mm-hmm. But as, no, I, as soon I, as yeah, I went to adjust it, and then I couldn't hear anything on the right side, I'm like, "Oh no, I have to use my shit ones now." Yeah, I mean, boomy bass, like no treble whatsoever. It's like, what the hell is? Those aren't headphones. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have like, um, like say like, I mean, obviously headphones do matter with what you're mixing with and stuff, but as long as you, if, if you're, if you have headphones that you're able to just 
make it so that there's no EQ on the bass, and so you're you're able to listen to it without any EQ boosts, then you you should be good. It's all about listening to it. Does yeah. it doesn't really matter if you can make a song sound really good with good quality, or with bad quality headphones. You know, um, I mean, like that's the goal, right? You want to make your song sound good on shitty speakers. Yeah, you want to make it sound good on shit speakers, which is why I have shit speakers plugged into good headphones. And I mean, also like plugging it, plugging it into a, plugging it also into your car is another really good way to figure out if something is too loud. Phasing. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can. There's alternate solutions. Oh yeah, definitely. That's really. I think that's a really beautiful thing about music. Just plug it in. I am an advocate for having multiple pairs of headphones to plug in. I've got my Sennheiser HD 280 Pros. I've got a pair of some cheap mall headphones. Over the, they're literally cups that sit on the ear. That's how bad they are. Uh, and those are the ones that I had to master, mix and master three songs with for a competition. Um, I've got a pair of earbuds and also a pair of like these really tinny headphones i forget which brand it is but i'm not gonna say the brand because they actually make good quality headphones as well but just this one pair of headphones that they made is just really tinny Mm. but they were also like 20 bucks so i don't really care yeah i gotta get my headphones fixed which kind of sucks but is what it is yes you definitely need to get your headphones fixed Maybe just, yeah, just it's something to think about, definitely. But like, if you do a mix, you can always listen to it in your car. Something, something. Don't be afraid to do. Like, oh, I do that all the time. Don't be embarrassed about it. Yeah, don't be. Yeah, net, just a general tip for like the audience. You know what I mean? Don't be, don't be embarrassed about it. Because I know there, there are some people who have, or some, some of my, uh, some people who have reached out, like, and they've told me that sometimes they get embarrassed. So I'm like, don't, don't be. This is what I mean. If this is like your passion, then this then you'll turn up the volume. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I digress. We can we can carry on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other side note: it was made on Oxy as well, which pretty impressive for the app. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've heard some. I've actually heard some really nice tunes come from Oxy, and it's just shocking to me, especially when I. Uh, here, when it comes from Oxy, I mean, I just whenever I think of Mobile Doll, I think of limitations. But it's you again. You got to take passion. It takes passion to to really like use that. I feel like yes. and maximize and maximize your sound using that app. It's really impressive. I'm literally re-downloading it right now. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, a lot of mobile apps. Like I used to use FL Mobile, FL Studio Mobile. Oh. Which was not fun, but I, no. I managed to make some decent stuff, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you can do it. it. It does take a lot of, like, knowledge about the app. The thing about, like, mobile dolls is, like, whenever I think of mobile dolls, I think of GarageBand. <laughs> and then I just think of, like, the sounds that come off of it. I'm like, ah. But, like, you have to be open. You have to be open. There's no such thing as a bat. Uh a bad DAW really. I mean if you if you're if you know your DAW and you know what you your limitations are, then you can kind of like think outside the box a bit. You know what I mean? GarageBand isn't even bad if you know how to use it. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like I just I've used it plenty of times 
And like for me, it just doesn't have like the stuff that I would want, you know, and that's perfectly fine. Like DAWs are meant, there's different DAWs because there's different people you get. So, yep. All right. I'm ready for the next one. Next song is Solar Radiation by Paroxysm. And I really like this song, even though I don't like dubstep. So, let's get into it.
That was solar radiation by paroxysm. Nice. Computers breaking. But that was a, yeah, that was a great track. Yeah. I really like the track like, overall. Yeah, I don't uh, don't really uh again, I don't really listen to like a lot of like I used to love like dubstep a lot. But for some reason like for some reason it's like it's not something that I that I uh, listen to like a lot uh, too much anymore. Ever since I discovered Chill Synth and Synthwave, I don't know. It's the same with me too. Yeah. This song I actually really like. And it's just, I don't know why. I really don't like much other dubstep. Besides like a few like melodic dubstep songs that I, I do like. But and have you any of you ever played Subnautica? Yeah, I have. The second drop sounds so much like the uh the the ending screen song. Oh, I can see where you're making the connection from. Yes, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I don't really know what genre that I would call that. I think like soundtracks are their soundtracks are like their own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty good song. Yeah, so whenever I listen to uh, like music, I look for like a lot of melody, and I like to have like a lot of clarity, and um. Sometimes dubstep doesn't really give me that, if that makes sense. Doesn't give like it's like all about the noise and it's all about the uh, the oscillators just peaking and the, everything is peaking and stuff. And I like everything to have balance, balance. But that's just me. Understandable. I feel like this song kind of meets in the middle of both those things, where it's like it's got that like really distorted stuff, but it, it doesn't really um doesn't really get too like oscillators peaking type thing if you know what i mean no i get it i get it i'm just in the middle um anyways we good to go on the next song or any more thoughts no uh that's it i that's all i want to that's all i had to say i, I don't have a lot of uh, uh like thoughts and uh, dubstep because don't listen to it that much anymore but i can i can respect it for what it is it's just yeah i can respect it yeah all right we'll get into the next one which is called cracked egg fran man all right
All right. I feel like uh, for these types of uh, for track of these types of tracks, it's not like you're paying attention and listening for harmony. It's like it's just like an experience, especially yeah, like um, with like production tech, uh, like production techniques. Like you can hear like the panning. You can hear. There's like you have to go a little bit crazy with that kind of stuff, but that's that's about it. Yeah, that's. I mean, um. I really don't know what to, I don't know what to add to this because like um honestly it was just um it was just an experience and I loved every single second of it. Yeah, I mean it's again just for the experience. Just for the experience. That's it. You good there? Oh yes, hello. I'm here. I'm back. Oh, thank God. Cause I'm like, we've got one last one. Just hang in there, computer. Just pick up where the song ended, I guess. We, uh... So what are the thoughts on the song? Honestly, um, we went over it. And so, um, do you have any thoughts on the song? We went over both of our... We, we went over both our views. So do you have anything to add to it? I do. I thought that it sounded, um, it sounded like... I thought it sounded very ex- experimental and very cool, and also a lot like a Waterflame, if you've ever heard of him. Yeah. I, I thought it sounded pretty good. It-, it really did. It really did. It was an experience to the ears. I loved it, every single second of it. So, we should get into our last song, Yeah, which is Upon by New.
that was upon by new. What are your guys' thoughts? I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> well, that was interesting. Sorry to cut you off. That was interesting. no, no, no. You're good. You're good. I was gonna say that, like, um, like maybe like <clears throat> for like these type of songs, I would really, really love to hear like super process, like for a, like um, for my personal for my personal taste. Like if I'm if I'm hearing something like really experimental and the track has like drums like this, I would want to hear the drums be super processed and be like bit crunched and stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like that would be like super cool. It would add like a lot of like, Oh, for like experimental stuff, just like making a regular track, you want to put the effort behind it. Right. Yeah. And, and, um, I feel like, uh, I feel like for, um, for like tracks like these, like making like stuff like super processed is like the point of the genre. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And, and like, I would, I would love to hear. I would. My point is, I would love, I would have loved to hear a little bit more processing on the drums, because uh, it sounded like the snare was kind of a little bit dry. Like he took the sample and didn't. Maybe he did like a little bit of EQing with it and tiny bit of compression, but like not too much, you know. And I would love to hear like that big crash, like that's maybe like distortion or something to make it really like stand out from like the experimental genre. Um. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much all I have to say. I mean, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Honestly, all of the point, all of your points are accurate, and I could not agree anymore. That, um, that definitely is the genre and the style of music that sounds like they were going for. Is that like really industrial, really um, like over crunched tone? But yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed every second of that. I loved this entire playlist from start to finish. It was very good. Um, I don't really have much to say about it. That's about it. Um, how about you guys just shout out where we can find you, where the where the audience can find you, and wrap this thing up. Yeah, that's all, that's all I that's all I have to say. And I guess that's that's it. That's about it for the podcast, right? Uh, we can shout out ourselves or where we can find uh, where they can find us. Uh, you can find me on uh, SoundCloud under Duclaw, uh, Duclaw Music slash Duclaw Music. You can also find me on Twitch slash uh, twitch.tv slash Duclaw or on Twitter at Duclaw. And I guess you can check out some of my music at uh, SoundCloud slash The Red Wit. T H E R E D W I T or W H I T Threadwit. And then uh on Spotify too under sorcery, but you you might have trouble finding me since I got that cross O. But you can also find some of my stuff on the YouTube channel Electronic Gems. I have uh, some of my stuff on there too. Under uh, the alias sorcery as well. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah. Nice. Um well. Thank you both for joining. Of course. Of course. I love this. Uh, my name is Doc. As I said in the beginning, you can find me on SoundCloud as Doc, but it's kind of hard to find because there's a lot of people named Doc. <laughs> so you can search up Doc underscore music with spelled with a Q-U-E. Weird, I know. All right. No, no, no. That's perfectly. And um, yeah. All right.
Thank you all for tuning in. Hope you all have a great day. We'll catch you guys Good night, later. everyone. And good day. Good night. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening, everyone.